Why pre gentle people, welcome to another episode of the CultureWise podcast. Here on CultureWise, we are your direct connection to what's important in Jamaican music and pop culture. You already know, I'm your host, Romy K, and I'm here with the gang. Key is here to my left, looking talented welcome, 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 welcome. as usual. We have KB to my right, giving us mm. scholar vibes. What's big up, up the squad, same way, big up the squad. The, <laughs> you know how we do it here on CultureWise. <laughs> this is episode four i believe yes i it think is. so damn episode four um it's crazy loving the journey so far how y'all it's doing it's been a month with you guys oh that's crazy yeah, i know i know uh i thought we would have like fought already and then the, the squad would have broken up but we're in love so that's fine in blue we have a, we have a very in intelligent blue. leader as well shout out to kb how y'all doing fam what, what's what's new <laughs> in your life how's your week been i had a good week you know it's been very relaxing um learning a lot just every day just just living life loving life happy to be home you know it's nice <laughs> How finally you doing, out KB? of quarantine right oh i've been out of quarantine though unlike some people kanye west Dog, he didn't yeah. even go into quarantine <laughs> right like and they gave him like special treatment outside of curfew like yeah because he's what on was business that? fam and he's here yeah to see he's Bush. on he's on he's on business so it's, it's different it's different according to the the communications director of the police force the, right anyway them need a new one them for me that's fine <laughs> What's good, KB? How's your week been? I know you've been handling a lot of stuff. It's been a busy week, but uh, everything good. I'm still happy. I'm still uh, content. Enjoying in myself. Good it's, it's my last. Yeah, I'm in good spirits. It's my last week on leave. Um, unfortunately, the honeymoon phase of the leave is over. Right now, I'm just dealing with business. Brother, and, no, you just rent out a whole villa last week, fam, and even Stop invite me. people my business, bad man. <laughs> so sorry. Mind them, girl. I can't look for me. Stop I'm it. Dead. Maybe you must have stopped, girl, out a road for look for you. No, I'm not going to stop that. Oh, okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, you you know better, you know better. The Gallus agenda must continue. No, 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 no. <laughs> never that. Those land on the money. So sorry. Please, so please sorry. don't. Never that. Sorry, Christoph is not a Gallus, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good man. I'm a Gallus. Anyway. <laughs> what are we talking about Yo, this KB week? has like two kids. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> At least he has Stop a full-time job. That's facts. It's 10 p.m. Do you know your baby father? <laughs> well, today we are talking about Jamaica's impact on the world or culture or music or people. We just, people just love we, them love with things, them love everything, them love how we look, how we talk, them love with vibes. But why? Like, why, why, why are they so obsessed with us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think for me, we've talked a lot about kind of the cultural essence of the music and the historical linkage where the music is coming from. But sort of being forward, forward thinking and kind of forward looking, and because that's the type of person that I am, trying to puzzle out like, why do we see so much cultural influence in places like the UK or places like Toronto or even like the, the US, right? Like, For me, I think some of that, of course, comes from migration, migratory Uh effects. And, you know, you have a lot of second generation Jamaicans now um, coming to the fold who are interested in music. And, you know, music is kind of in their veins because like automatically, I think if you come from Jamaica, that's just music is just a part of you. But it still doesn't explain to me why or like we just have 2.7 million people on the island fam. 
right? And and they say it's that actually it's actually two point nine now. Excuse oh. me, <laughs> you have man like KB out there breed the girl them so grows <laughs> 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 exponentially. Um, it it still doesn't explain why we see such a huge like huge impact. Like because like people that say yo Jamaica little but with Talawa. Right. From inside that while ago, I'm just thinking of the fact that it seems like places where there are hard like great hardships where people a great number of people suffer it seems like those are the people that produce the most creative and potent art so it's like okay well jamaica is a third world country mm-hmm. a lot of people are you know not making mo- very much money a lot of people are you know struggling how do we combat the struggle we make music we dress up we go party we draw we color we Paint, all sorts of artistic expressions that allow us to express ourselves and, and, and get that struggle out of us through a productive means. I feel like that's a big part of it. So so ultimately, like creating or um, art is kind of being used as a, as a medium to express the struggle. And so when people go into areas that are unfamiliar to them or is not where they originally grew up in. They have to find some f- some sort of, of, of escape or some sort of medium that they can kind of express the situations that they're in. That's what yes. you're saying. Well, partially, that's one side of it. But the other, the other side of it is is why people gravitate towards, towards it so much. Right. Which would be because there's so much emotion in it. There's so much energy poured it into it. It feels authentic. It feels authentic. Like when you listen to the music, you, f- it, you don't even necessarily have to understand. And I think he said this in earlier episodes. You don't necessarily have to relate or understand understand just the music the lyrics the 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 production the the sound the the beats something about them just connect make you feel what they're trying to express Mm -hmm. i think it's funny that you said that because the image of jamaica that is sold is happiness jamaica no problem vibes Mm. you know you come you come escape here you come to paradise and it's funny that like, I, I do agree with what you're saying. Like, you sh- you do see that emotion and that authenticity authenticity in the music. But I don't know if outsiders see that. I think they just get the Fox. music. So they're getting this. They're getting the raw expressions. But maybe they just think of music. But they hear reggae. And mm-hmm. they think of Jamaica. And they think of happiness. And they think of sunshine. And I think that might, not to like discount our people's creativity and all of that, you know, but I definitely think it's like an association type of thing. Like Jamaica is beautiful and have beach and them something there. Mm-hmm. And Jamaica and reggae music and dance hall is, a, is, a, is an experience of its own. So I think the music really matches up with our island tropical aesthetics, like the good vibes, the good times. And then as you were saying, you know, Jamaicans party, and we're known as like the vibesy people, so I think I think that definitely plays into it. People want to come have fun with us. But you see part of that too, you know, with the image that they are well I guess image. Be, <laughs> our tourist board and the government and whoever else would be pushing towards the world. Is that when the people actually come here <laughs> It's a whole different experience. It's an, but they, it's an entirely what, different they experience. They they love it. No. They love it once they get to the hotel. Yeah, cause I've been on flights hearing like tourists say, yo, like we're not going to we're not going to Kingston. It's mm-hmm. too violent. We don't want like go on a Kingston party or nothing like that. We just mm-hmm. wanna stay at the North Coast. Because the, like you're saying, there's a huge juxtaposition between the image that is perpetuated by institutions or the government or the tourist board versus the the reality what what we live in and and to me i feel like there is a a sense yes of appreciation of our culture but is that the true reality of 
what the people in the country, you know, is, is facing. So you think they only like the fake version of us or they only like the, the JTB approved version? You know, I wouldn't say it's it's the fake version. I would say it's the more commercial version because that that's the version that they've been sold. You know, so I can't I can't necessarily fault people for being influenced by a marketing tactic, so to speak. Right. What I have a problem with is when you have people who see the the, the music or see the, the cultural forces that are kind of marketed globally and decide to co-op that, reinvent that or tweak that and then change that into something else that is not representative of what Jamaica is. Mm-hmm. And I have a problem yeah. with that. Yeah, it's definitely, I guess watered down is the word because um, I guess for tourists, you, you, you want them to have a positive experience. But you have international artists who come and they go like like the other day Dave East was down the road from a yard opposing a in, in a wherever with popcorn and no then mass people. inside. No mass no mass, just vibes. No mass, <laughs> just vibes. And then you, you have those people who come and you know them go around them them go with popcorn, them go with Mavado and wherever and visit Gully Side and them sing there and then leave and go on and make music about i i don't even know what like i don't i i haven't i don't remember the song with like i don't remember what the lyrics with the with popcorn who? song are with davies and, and, and oh yeah talk unruly oh, unruly right right Big but song. i what i want to say is like it's kind of like they're fetishizing it in a way fetishizing coming to jamaica and working with our people and them kind of thing that it it it's it's like they get the tourist version, but then they won't come and get their own exclusive type of thing. Like That to me was more a sense of validation and to say like, I want to make a, a, a Jamaican influence track, a dancehall influence track. And to validate that, I need, I need to have a Jamaican artist, Popcorn being one of the biggest artists right now, or the biggest artist right now. I, I want to have one of, the, one of those artists on the track to validate the whole Jamaican influence of mm-hmm. of the song. And the problem I have with that is you you know, when you have people that, that do things like that, it to me, to be honest, I feel it like it's like a gimmick. I don't know. If you does actually it, if you like, actually does listen it go to the beyond sorry, stop, go ahead. Okay. So if you actually listen to the song, it we talk about um sex, nostalgia and sugar yeah. being the top sellers. Mm-hmm. If you actually listen to the song you realize that it's really nostalgia that Davies is using in that song because he's talking about when I think them uncle or him cousin or somebody used to listen to Buju and Super Cat and Riri. Like he's relying on that. So I, I yeah, I'm not so sure what you what you're saying about him not appreciating the culture. I think it it's I think he does. I think he has he's just nostalgic. And now but is the you're time. You're even saying that it's like a second hand nostalgia. So yeah, okay, fair. Yeah, it's like it's from it's from his uncle and then I guess where he living in New York too, there's definitely a lot of Jamaican influence. Fuck. But now and I and never want to knock anybody. Just you know, just 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 my feelings, just my feelings. <laughs> but like as you're as you're saying, as you're saying, Romaine, um, or as you are saying, and then I piggybacked on the gimmickiness of it. Like it's like they know that me having a hit with popcorn is a good thing for me. Is it a good Not thing true. for popcorn? Is it a good thing for Jamaica? I, is it I a think... good thing for our culture? You know what I mean? Because it's like it's like when Coffee did 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 W with Gunna, and she definitely didn't need Gunna on that she song. Didn't she need didn't Gunna need Gunna on the song. A lot, a lot of people didn't want Gunna on that song. Right. 
it it I feel like that more boosted Gunner than it boosted Coffee because Coffee don't Coffee don't need him boosting. I wouldn't say it boosted him, but it's just that it wasn't a necessary feature. Yeah, Coffee is already a superstar. Right, it felt like a it felt like a like it's two is a hot hip hop youth and it's a hot Jamaica girl. Mech would just it looked let's like just it was do a, a collab. It was a labor decision. It, it right. probably wasn't even her or Gunner. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 very opportunistic because. We don't have the same. We, we don't have the same um, impact or the same access to all, to always go out and you know. Oh, who's hot right now? Like I, I don't know. Dua Lipa popped to my head. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, Sean Paul could make a Dua Lipa collab easy. But that's Sean Paul. Oh, that would sound really good. That would actually sound really good. To be honest, I think that speaks to the global. This is not even an adjective, but like the globalness of the sound. It it encapsulates so many genres and it's it is so malleable and, and versatile to the point where it can fuse with a lot of different sounds. Mm-hmm. And I think that as we're going going into this global music space and you know, KB has been talking a lot about music being blurred. I think what we're seeing now is more people using Jamaican esque sounds in their music. And sure. what what I'm trying to at least highlight or identify is, do we see this? One, we, we understand Jamaican culture is very influential, right? But when someone who is non-Jamaican decides to say, all right, I'm going to use this, take out this element of the song, do we see that as appreciation because the music is becoming so global? Or do we see that more as appropriation because they might not be paying homage to the historical linkage of the sound. What are your thoughts so on that? We, we, we have discussion, this discussion a lot between appreciation and appropriation. And you know, my stance on appropriation, I don't really follow up that concept any at all because Why not? Mu- music in itself inherently is, is influenced by external forces. It's, it's, it's a cultural artifact, but it's not the same as like a traditional dress or anything like that. Inherently, music is constantly evolving, constantly changing. So I don't think you can actually appropriate music. I think you can steal ideas. I think you can steal songs. But I don't. I don't just just because of the nature of what music is. I don't think you can appropriate it. I think if you have something that is so recognizable to us, to a group of people, a section of people, no matter how big, no matter how small, and that is it that is culture that is mm-hmm. that is a part of their culture and it becomes appropriated when some when an outside group who otherwise have more influence more impact come in borrow borrow some aspect from me and then blow it up out of outer road and midaya we are two and empty and people don't recognize that this is mine them here justin bieber do it and them call it tropical house <laughs> them <laughs> Like, are you serious? I can't get over that to this day. And and it's 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 twofold. Like, it's mostly recognition, and recognition can be it's some can be as simple as just attribution, credit, whatever. But it can also be money because money is a universal um, sign of validation, acceptance, good rewarding for good work, and everybody need money. You have so many international artists that come and um, them, them sample the songs. But, you know, if it's an actual sample, you have to go through the proper channels and pay royalties. And that just does not happen enough for Jamaican artists. Our artists are constantly litigating 
royalties for their for their for their art and their music. And American art American artists they fight with each other about it because they recognize the importance of it, but then they go out and do it to people who don't have the the backative of an in, of a of a label to pay for lawyer fees and to actually pay. You know what I mean? It's like it is That's appropriation. Fact. Why why is Drake still considered a culture vulture if he's doing everything people say a person should do if they're borrowing from a culture? You go first, Rom. You already know how I feel about Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you're the perfect person no, to answer. You know how I feel about Drake, fam. I think you're the perfect person to answer. Well, from the beginning, you know, Drake was building his career and building his legacy. And then we saw this shift in and um his approach to making music where he wanted to add not solid elements, but cultural elements of the song. Because from a business perspective, which is why I always respect Drake, because he's always thinking from a business perspective, he wants to increase his fan base and make it more global. Yeah. What better way to do that than to add in cultural themes, to add in sonic elements of, of, of the, the music that represents the people he's trying to target. And one part of it is seeing how globally resonant reggae and dancehall is. So what him decided to do? Collaborate with Movado. Find your love. In a situation like that, you can see the business play. What I have a problem with <clears throat> initially was you didn't like like what Key was saying. You didn't see a lot of the value coming back to the Caribbean artists. It's just it's just Mavad, you know what I'm saying. And mm. gradually, I think he's evolved to the point now where he is featuring Popcorn more, and I think he's definitely helped Popcorn spearhead his career For and sure. build a, a and build a global legacy and a global fan base. And I am appreciative of that. But I I do think though that you have other artists um i was reading about a, a, a lady by the name of just stone who, yeah, i love just stone fam hear this in 20 20 i think 2015 or 2014 she was dubbed reggae artist of the year oh my gosh i remember that and just i think stone. she i think fam. she i think she got nominated in a for a reggae grammy or something like that yes fam yes. she is a she's an <laughs> english soul singer wait um, what what? Yes, yes, yes. yes. But, but that's he, like Sting and Shaggy. Clear the drama oh, now. Yeah. Mm. Damien Marley co-produced her album, her reggae <laughs> influence <laughs> album. So it's a whole Spicy. controversy now where people are saying, you don't represent the culture. My point though is like, you're going to have institutions like Billboard and Grammy who are going to use her as the hallmark or as the, the, the trailblazer for reggae going into the new decade right and that's going to overshadow all of the other artists who are actually on the ground building and developing the culture did she even record it in a jamaican studio so a sound man can get her money well that's what they said with snoop lion's album i was going to bring up you see or minds i was yeah no that was, was definitely gonna... appropriation oh that was so bad he was that snoop lion going thing that through was a just... whole phase and then you notice how him dash it went on. Yeah, it's completely gone. Mm. Did, didn't he also get nominated for a Grammy that year? When yeah, he put out the, the album? Okay. Yeah, of course. Oh, no, mm. people, were, people were even going to the point where they were saying he's the reincarnation of Bob Marley. Yes, I remember <laughs> that. Fam. He, Nobody he said came that. to Jamaica. Yo. He came to Jamaica and he went to mostly like Outer Many. One of them <laughs> experiences. I'm. This is li- this is the story. Him go one of them day out of many and mostly have one spiritual experience and feel say Bob Marley I speak to him. That's the story. 
That's the story. Yeah, well, them give the man one buff out of the chalice suit. Definitely <laughs> one chalice with some idol. Gosh, Yo, man. All right, so um, a couple of points. Sure. For for the Drake, the Drake thing, I believe that Drake is a genuine fan of the music. I feel like because of where he grew up, which I believe is Toronto, mm-hmm. Canada, where, which is a, an a, amalgamation of a whole heap of different black cultures, he's going to, he would have div- developed an appreciation for the cultures from then. And... From a business perspective, as an artist that's been running shit for like 10 years now, you have to constantly be reinventing yourself, trying new things, doing different things to be able to keep people's attention. So it's I feel like it's a double-sided thing there. It's good business and it's a genuine appreciation of the music, which is why I don't have a problem with Drake. I also don't believe that you can expect a man like Drake to take up the whole country and put it on him back. I don't, I don't know why we're expecting that from him. He, he's still, at the end of the day, looking out for Drake and the people around him. We, that's the what problem. we need to do, yeah, but okay. So what <laughs> we need to do, yeah, but that's not, that's. I don't have an issue with that though. What mm-hmm. we need to do as, as Jamaicans, we need to look at the tactics that are being used by some of these people. But their tactic is using us, so how, so we must so use, we can, so we, we must use, so we must use yes, ourselves. So we, no, we use them. But we don't have Which the same. Which is what I've been saying. No, but what I've been saying. We don't have the same leverage. No man, it's not about leverage. What what I what what I've been saying. Okay, hold on. Let me just get this out. What I've been saying. Right. And and Romeke has been saying it too. Our artists are supremely talented. They could be running several genres while running dancehall. We need to hop on their rhythms, their beats, body them, enter their markets, and take over their audiences. We f- we operate as if. All we need to do is make decent music and we're good. We're not thinking smartly business-wise. I agree. You're, you're absolutely right. Like, we definitely, we we definitely, since since we agree that Jamaica is, our cultural product is so desirable, we definitely need to, you know, take control of it and stuff. But why, why the international artists have so, why it's so, I guess, let's say easy. It's so easy for them to come and, and, and make a song with us and collab with us because them have them have backative, them have money, them have they have all of the tools that you need to to network and right. and artist management. You have somebody, you have a manager that is finding the people to collab with, organizing and flying out and and booking studio and all of these things. And there are not enough pe there are not enough people to do that for our on our side I and think. how yeah so you're you're definitely right in saying that we need to start doing that but 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 how or who how or who i think we're actually already moving towards that with some of the features that we've been seeing lately i think yeah. we we heard skilly Bing has planned features with a young ma and and them kind of people there see, we have that jada kingdom a, that would be a song right and we have we jada kingdom remind me of the name of that album jada kingdom was on that album that you sent us oh she was on back. an album with aluna i don't remember aluna right yeah. Right. So things are like they're already employing some of the tactics. We just need to do it wholesale. More artists need to be doing it and we need to push as hard as possible. But do you think we do you think the outreach is coming from us? Like do you think Skilly reached out to Young MA or do you think mm. it was the usual I have no reaching idea, towards it? Right. I like think, I think that, oh, that's the thing. There like where even where even does an artist go where do you where does this process start i agree with you that they have more leverage but i still think that we for the diaspora and the people that genuinely already appreciate our music say for instance if massacre was to reach out to our culture funds in uk 
and actually he he was on that song with the song i'm talking about it was with culture funds and some other artists but i genuinely believe that if the management for massacre reach out to one of them top artists that over there so they are going to know him they are going to recognize his value and they're going to say yo yeah let's do something together i don't think it's as one-sided as we think anymore those people genuinely appreciate our culture so we can actually use use that as leverage for sure i think two things can definitely be true to be honest fam it, it really falls down to 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 the to a power struggle you know mm. what i'm saying like but it, it's even it's even more difficult when you have a man like justin bieber you have a man like drake who are like i was saying earlier is kind of seeing as headlining the culture and then a label executive is going to come to massacre and say oh why do, why isn't your fan base this big or why you know why do, why does your analytics look like this when the biggest DSP isn't even available in Jamaica. Right. A lot of videos aren't on YouTube aren't even available in Jamaica where most of our fan base, most of the artists' fan base is. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just a huge power struggle where the artists don't have the leverage and the information that they should have going into a lot of these negotiations, which I think is contributing to this, this sense of not realizing what our self-worth is or what the worth of our music is on a global stage because Jamaican music is globally re resonant. I think that all current crop of artists are very keen on getting as much money as possible and getting as much out of the, out, out of the music as possible. Elevating themselves out of previous circumstances and elevating their families and friends, which we also live in the information age. A lot of people have been screwed over for decades before us. We've seen all of the examples. We know what can be done and how people can screw you over. I don't think right now you can get away with as much as you used to be able to. So with a Tanto and, and Metro still fighting for them, them, what you call it, publishing or royalties, what, whatever it is, you, you're not going to have that now. With a, with a, um, what's the lady that sing the Sister bam, bam, Nancy? Sister Nancy. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to have a situation like that ever again. The problem is that you might not even, it might not even matter because those situations are about nostalgia. Again, our sons right now aren't going to be able to rely on nostalgia. But, but who, but who is to say what's going to happen in, in the next, you know, that's true. We don't know. That's true. That's true. Know? But again, again, left side, left side is a good example of there no longer being a power struggle because Takashi 69, regardless of how you feel about him he's one of the biggest artists in the world right now right just from a number standpoint and he came to left side and said yo i want this give, give me this just for clarification he wanted to buy left side's mask he wanted to buy the masters for fat punani that's okay, yeah. so rude i, I, I kind of don't to, i don't yeah, play yeah, that yeah, my you bad have, you have to make that known <laughs> i don't play that my bad but what i'm saying is that left side knew enough to not let that happen and he, he structured the agreement in such a way that both of them would benefit more so him left side us so the, the whole argument about exploitation of the culture i don't think is a macro argument i think it's more of a micro argument it's an individual argument we're talking about each artist being able to defend defend their intellectual property six nine was still bright enough to try that shit though Six nine was still he st he felt emboldened somehow some something tell him say him he's big enough important enough to pro to approach the man like that because they're still operating as if we're the same as we were before. It, it's it's still a it's still a macro issue to me because other artists feel like they have unfiltered access to Jamaican music and and can say whenever I want to make a Jamaican song 
and make it. I'ma just call up and, and demand your masters. So don't don't you think exactly. don't don't you think that's on us though and our artists so, to not be so easy for just give give away our things, our culture. For sure. It's definitely yeah, too so it's, like you definitely are responsible for your reaction, but we're we're out here living, making our music and then people just hop on a plane. Um, I also, I want to reiterate a point before I forget it. And I think it kind of ties into where we are now. Like Romain pointed out that a lot of, a lot of the music is just not available in Jamaica. A lot of the music videos you can't get, you can't get them on YouTube. You can't get Spotify. So, so they, so it's already imbalanced on that part already. Like from here, if you're just like, if you're just a regular, a regular youth, you're up and coming or whatever. You don't know, you don't, you don't necessarily have access to see who is, who is really making it, you know, like, how can I reach out to whoever it is? I, I don't even see them latest music video, you know? And mm. yeah, so that create, that creates the imbalance already. Like we don't even have the, we don't, we can't even promote and share our music the same way. And In, our people can It's not the same. It's not that's the same. True. Our Jamaicans cannot enjoy the music our music agreed and then people come in and taking it so there's we just don't benefit enough what i'm wondering is like why why do we find it so hard to to have that same you know like level of infrastructure to protect our music at the same level right because i i would think that at this point the artists have some level of of understanding as it relates to the music business is it is it more so that we don't have institutions that are protecting or making sure that things like this doesn't happen because a situation where sister nancy have don't get royalties for her music for over 34 years should not be happening so is it more that we don't have institutions in jamaica that are 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 not protecting the music or is it just that they they can't have that wide oversight like a a umg or a a sony would have in terms of making sure that royalties are collected or making sure that credit is being served where it's due what's your what's your perspective on that okay i was just gonna say i think i think our our um music licensing my mind is telling me it's jcap and i remember having to do having like promotions to encourage like artists to have their music registered with jcap so right but the thing is i i (laughs) i i i personally had to do that and you know and i'm not a music industry person so it's really just random content content creators doing work for these people so there's not like there's not an initiative or a huge push to do these things like and i really just made like it was even what i was doing was some suggestions to to um aspiring artists and one of the suggestions was make sure your music is registered with jcap and so i we were talking about infrastructure divide and stuff like that if you're if you're a youth making music and you're Maybe you don't even know what a freaking JCAP is. I didn't know what JCAP was until I had that job. So it sounds like the name of the game at the end of the day is to for the artist to protect their intellectual property and to make sure that they have, you know, their their copyrights and their masters in order. But to be honest, as like as a purist, I it, it seems to me like protecting the sound is impractical. Yeah, um, I don't I don't think it's possible. Why do you feel like that? Why, why do you feel like we can't preserve what is naturally ours? 
for one the internet and globalization everything is a free-for-all at this point there's no way we can put anything under lock and key it's just not possible it's not feasible i will say there's <laughs> lots of ways to protect your intellectual property honey you just no, gotta... but he's saying specifically the sound the sound itself okay okay, the sound. okay you can't you can't trap that in you can't confine that to intellectual property you can't i can't i can't i can't home like Mm-hmm. I feel like okay, I feel okay, like okay. the government. I feel like the government could. could <laughs> I feel like the government. I can't home like that and then tell people they can't use it until they pay me. That's not possible. A big picture thing: the government could very well and say, um, "Jamaica is protected." On, I mean, Jamaica reggae is protected under the historical society or something like that. Like uh, like our coat of arms, like other things that are important to us, and. It's not even necessarily the sound that I'm worried about, you know, because like we're saying, globalization is a thing. Collaboration is a thing. Sampling, sampling influences. You can't, you can't um, stop that from happening. But there are themes, I don't, not even the themes. It, I think the issue is if it is reggae, it's reggae, it's dancehall. You cannot take our music, you can't take our themes, you can't take it and rebrand it. And that is what they do. Fucks. They they come in and they say, they, they come on a trip and they're hanging out and whatever and they're like, wow, this this sound, what is it? It's tropical <laughs> house. Ooh. We're speaking to you, Miss Danza from Czechoslovakia. Oh, speaking God, to man. you, lamb's bread from Hawaii. Oh gosh, <laughs> man. Shots. Like, but, no, I, I agree with that part of it. I don't I don't like that. But I think that is but that is that is the meat of it. Because mm. when when it go when the, the, the rebranded reggae and the rebranded dance hall goes abroad, they start collecting accolades and they start collecting money. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, funny enough I was I was reading an article by I think it was Kurt Riley and he was saying like there is no framework or no system for us to market our talents. Right. So who, the people who should be on the front line defining the culture, like we don't have any framework to kind of put them out there. I think you were mentioning one episode about like the Apple Music features and stuff like that. Right. Um, and the and we don't necessarily, Yeah, exactly. And even beyond that, we don't have a framework to monetize it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like we we need to, to create a mechanism for the artist to, to monetize the culture because that is mm. that is what like the, the overall market value of reggae or the overall market value of dancehall is going to be defined by mm-hmm. the politicians themselves aren't giving credit and aren't supporting the culture yeah, they hate us <laughs> so to me they're 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 cultural appropriators too they're also vulturing they're mm-hmm. also vulturing our fam, culture fam it's just a fight everywhere you go dog like it's just a huge power struggle dog it's Yo, and, and which is and, why which is why sucks, which is why the music bro. is so good because we always I get a fight we always <laughs> face hardship from somewhere or somebody so the music I go up oh because the- <laughs> I want the youths them I want the youths them to get them flowers bro Surely. like mm-hmm. it's not enough it's not enough for for Drake to be like wow I, I I really love Jamaica music let me go let me go down there make a couple songs sign popcorn and just buy popcorn and arrange yeah and buy popcorn arrange and yeah that's cool and I, and like you said we're 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 not expecting Drake to put the country on the back we're not expecting these we don't need them to do that because they literally are coming to us to advance their <laughs> them their career and their yeah. music and I I, I just. I want us to be able to level the playing field. I don't know if it's just like the people them just 
like frightened for foreigners or just really like these are my idols mm. i can't believe them won't work with me let me just do it i don't really care like i i don't know what it is we soon we must interview our artists soon i think if any artists listen and they want to come and talk to me specifically they can do that <laughs> <laughs> Historically, we, we know that we're frightened for foreigners in all aspects right. of life, so we, we know but that. But they want us to so recognize to all, our worth, like, but. you are beautiful, dancehall, you are beautiful, reggae, you don't need validation mm. from the, you don't need validation. Why do I need this white man paper? <laughs> Burn up the white man paper. It's funny, like, migration and travel led to the proliferation of the culture in earlier phases and now we're kind of seeing like a lot of restrictions in terms of artists getting visa for go and for go and you see me bring forth the culture them, mm. so, i true them can't believe but they, okay so to be fair to be fair it's not just about the culture there's a bunch of other things that jamaicans did go on with in the <laughs> 80s and the 90s that's fucks right these are restrictions yeah. Tight, tighten up so it's not right it's not it's not entirely them some of it is us as well some is some of it Big is racism up. some of it is some of it jamaicans <laughs> jamaicans just stay bad you're going at the people them place overstay your visa and have tree pitney but you know life or, or you're legit that push drugs across the border <laughs> Gosh, oh, so, I mean, I we, mean, we, we have no definitive evidence of that. True, true. <laughs> you have to refer to a, a, a news, a media host, or a news source. <laughs> oh boy, life roughy. To me, what this says to me, if if I was going to try music as a career, is that it can't just be business as usual. It can't just be I'm making music because you don't just exist on an island by yourself, mm-hmm. right? No pun intended. You want to protect, you want to protect <laughs> what you're creating. You want to protect your intellectual property. Final thoughts. We've been talking a lot about, you know, what appreciation versus appropriation look like, what the influence, you know, Jamaican music is such a globally resonant and such a globally influential um, type of music. And one of the things that really came out was artists have to really focus on protecting their intellectual property and protecting their copyright. Really focus on not just creating for creating's sake, but also think about like how can I cover my bases and be on my P's and Q's as it relates to the 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 music business. Are the artists themselves really you know ready and able to launch out to that point? as being independent artists launch out to that point where you know they're able to capitalize on the opportunities and we also talked about infrastructurally there needs to be things in place where the government is supporting our music and is championing our music and is putting um you know dollars and 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 investments in place where can create you know new artists or new engineers or new producers who can um you know help to support the growing couple artists with that being said you know Love to hear your final thoughts, Kate. Read the argument about appreciation versus appropriation. I think that why we believe that certain persons aren't appreciating our culture is because we expect too much from them. Uh, we shouldn't. Um, we should be focusing on how we can uh, pimp them the same way that they're pimping us. <laughs> uh, pimp. That's basically what's happening. We should pimp and, that's what pimp we them should and be doing. peg them. <laughs> We're oh, not going to make this a thing, fam. I'm sorry. A, I like that saying. Pimp and peg them. Pimp them and peg them. Yo, that's Pimp all nice. Pimp them and peg them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we need to focus on what we need to do to pimp them. Forget about everything else. Forget about, oh, are they showing us their proper appreciation? Are they appropriate in the culture? If they are, 
figure out how we can appropriate theirs. Okay, what's your final thought? My final thought is, you know, respect, respecting yourself and respecting your art and your business means making sure that you get your, you get your proper compensation. If your compensation is writing credits, if it's getting money in your pocket, it, whatever it is, whether it, if a, if it's a, a shout out on some money in your pocket, just make sure you get your you get the value of your product. And that is how you preserve it, that is how you protect it, and that is how you grow it. Because when you get the writing credit and you get a little money in your pocket, that's studio time for go make more music. And Facts. that's it. And you can't be like Masika and build your own studio. Exactly. Masika studio? Yeah, didn't you see him on IG building the studio? Yeah. Oh no. And then everybody that can that have a, everybody can have a habitat, you know? Yeah. So the one mother them thing. On that note, thank you all for listening to another episode of Culture Wise. Don't know we always appreciate y'all. Remember to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on at Facebook at CultureWise. I think it's CultureWise Pod. <laughs> yeah, CultureWise Pod. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook at CultureWise Pod. Remember to leave a rating and to leave a comment. It helps more people find the podcast because you don't know we're trying to build a community and we need y'all to to support us and to help us move it forward. And don't forget to join in the conversation with the hashtag culturewise pod on twitter is it is it because we, we love talk as you can clearly see we're on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> so join in on the conversation like he said use the hashtag as always don't do it for the likes do it for the culture stay culture wise i'm your host romy k signing out until next time peace